Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Matt Lees and I'm joined by Matt Nellis, Hello. Steve Burns Hello. and Tom Ory. Hello. How are you doing, chaps? All right. Pretty good. good. All good. Pretty good. So first things first, what have you been playing this week, Nellis? Uh, I've been playing a game called Star Conflict. And I saw you playing a bit it's of that. I was like, what's he doing? It looks like he's in space. I was in space, mate. So it's, uh, it's free to play on Steam. Technically, it's uh, still in beta. Okay. Or beta, I don't know. However, you... Technically, uh, or is it actually... Uh, it is actually, but they've kind of they've released oh. it, so it's uh, available to everyone on Steam. It's like it's third-person space combat, and they call it an MMO, but it's not an MMO at all. Right? It's like Black <laughs> Ops in space. Sign. Um, so it's like you have your ship and it's, it's lobby based. So you got your ship and then you can like put all these upgrades on it. And then when you want to fight, you press the fight button and it sort of match makes you with like five other people. And then it's always team based. So it's like five okay. V five and the game modes are, there's like domination. Capture mode. the space flag. Capture the space. There's not capture <laughs> the space flag. There's a game mode called detonation. Okay. Which is kind of cool. So there's like three, um, three bases essentially. Um, and you got three, the enemy's got three, and then there's like a an bomb in space, and you got to fly to the bomb, pick it up, and then fly to like one of the enemy's bases to plant the bomb. Okay. And so you basically you're you're fighting over control of this bomb, and if you're carrying the bomb, and you you die. Uh, the bomb's there to be picked up again, so you kind of want to sort of it's kind of like captured flag, right? But with bombs. So What's it's the like, asteroid situation like? Uh, some asteroids on there the are game? asteroids. Um, it's a really cool. good looking game. It's yeah? a really good looking game, but it's it's kind of. You don't notice a lot of it because you're flying so fast. Or at least I am because I fly like this sort of interceptor. <laughs> you fly ship. irresponsibly. I fly. <laughs> but it's awesome. Like you have these like really cool moments of where you, you've got someone on your tail and you're trying to lose them. And it's like it's proper sort of line of sight as well. So you can be like flying around an asteroid and like breaking their line of sight. And then some, some crafts have got like a stealth module so you can activate that and then like do a really quick U-turn and then sort of come up behind them. It's like, yeah. So I okay. feel like a real badass pilot. So you've got these like matchmaking bits, right? So you basically... Yeah. You press a button and go I want to do a yeah, thing now I what wanna... do you do in between like you just chill out in space it, you know you don't that's the thing there's no sort of open world where you're just chilling out okay so it's once, you, once you're done with once you're done with the game then you're back to basically a lobby and uh-huh. you're looking at your craft and you can like buy upgrades and there's loads of different components and there's loads of different ships you say it's like black ops is that like that you when you level up you unlock new options or something or kind of yeah you're earning sort of xp and you you choose a faction and i don't think it really matters which faction you choose it just kind of opens up different ships but sure. they're all kind of similar but all like there's ships that have different roles so you've got like uh, really fast sort of interceptors and you've got like bigger sort of torpedo ships which are so annoying they basically sit at the back of the map and basically like they're snipers, snipers yeah they're, they're, they're the snipers essentially so you're earning xp with your faction and then by earning this xp you unlock different tiers of ships yeah. and then as you complete matches if you win then you get credits and you can spend those credits on you know modules for your ship it's i liken it to anyone who wanted to play eve online but was like F that, it's such a slow game. <laughs> it's it's an Excel spreadsheet. Exactly. <laughs> it's like playing EVE Online, but being able to directly control your ship in sort of like a really fast, frenetic space combat. Like even the design of the ships remind me a lot of the designs of the ships in EVE Online. Even the, way they're, even the way they're kind of like built up in terms of like each ship's got all these tons of stats to do with the ships. Like their uh, shield resistances and even the resistances are almost identical to the ones in EVE. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of, it's like, I don't want to say it's like a dumb version of EVE because it's absolutely not. It's like, it's a completely different game. But in terms of like the 
the core design of the ships and how how they interact with each other in terms of you know you want certain you want a certain weapon that does a certain type piece, of damage. Pierce the shields with our phasers, sir. Exactly. So it's like you want you to get through someone's shields. You want a gun that has like does EM damage. That sounds but once cool, you've done man. that, you want to you can switch to the switch yeah. to something that does like thermal damage, which does more damage to the hull. Ah, oh, that and sounds it's, cool. It's really cool. And I think um, obviously they're adding tons of stuff onto the game, but I think. The exciting bit is going to be like Corp v Corp mm-hmm. um, or Core v Core. I don't know how you say it, but where you can have like, you know, guild battles essentially. And they said they're going to like bring in like uh, massive sort of battleships, which are, will be used in these battles. And that, I think that would be really cool. And I think like creating team compositions almost similar to like yeah. Dota and League. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I assume you, do you just have one ship or you can have multiple ships? You can have multiple ships. Yeah. You've got like like four loadout bays actually three and then you can unlock a fourth because I thought bay. as much because it sounds like you might have like if you're on a straight death match you might want something like exactly. dogfight but then if you're like doing this capture the bomb and put it on their planet or you whatever you want a really fast ship yeah you know yeah, yeah. so it's like at, at the start of a match there's a there's a game mode called oh, I can't remember what it's called but basically someone on your team is assigned like the the team leader mm-hmm. and if as long as they're alive, you'll get infinite respawns. So when you die, then you just wait 20 seconds, then you're back in the game. But if your leader dies, you get no more respawns. So it's kind of like a race to kill the opposition's team leader, hmm. but also protect your team leader. That sounds like a laugh. I might yeah. go with that at lunch. It's, it's, it's fun. Space. It's fun. I yeah. just like anything in space. I like space as well. But you have to, it's, it's free to play. It's free to play, yeah. So there they are do have... There are microtransactions. So... When you play a game, you earn credits, and you can use those credits to buy ships, and you buy sub-upgrades to the ships, but then they've got... Oh, come on, what they call it. It's basically gold. It's the, it's the yeah. pay currency Have in that. Have you felt like you're grinding a lot yet, or not? Um, I've not felt like I'm grinding, but I can see a grind happening, because looking... I'm, right, yeah. I've got tier two ships in the moment, and... They're, that costs quite a lot. Yeah. But then it only took me... I don't know. It only took me, like, six games to get enough money for the, the way the I always ship. find it with those things though is it's like your kind of first couple of tiers of unlocks in free to play mm. games are like really reasonable and you go oh this is alright it's not too bad and then suddenly there comes a point where it just goes yeah now mm-hmm. you're going to have to play it for like four months or give us three quid yeah but actually like are people, a lot of people have a go at that stuff but I think sometimes if you play a game for like 20 hours and you've had loads mm-hmm. of fun with it and not paid anything it's like mm. sure take yeah. the money yeah. um, I, I do find that maybe it's just in my head, but I feel like I'm earning more credits from doing tier two battles. Uh-huh. So if you've, if you've got a tier two ship, then you get placed in matches with other tier two players mm-hmm. and you won't go up against people who have tier three ships. Sure. So you never... It's like it's, classes in racing games. Exactly. So you never, you're not going to have someone who's basically paid like a hundred quid, bought like the best ship. <laughs> That's good. And then, you know, being new to the game, being crushed by those people. That sounds like a really nice way of handling it, actually. Yeah. So um, there is a bit of a grind, but then the matches... That's why I liken it to Black Ops because the matches are so quick. Like they can be, they can be over in like three minutes, uh, or you know, maximums of ten minutes. They all have a timer, so it never feels like it never feels like you're spending loads and loads of time for very little gain. Oh, those things are, are evil though. Like the amount of games I've played where it's like one game can last. Yeah. 10 20 minutes i lost like weekends to ftl actually like talking it's, to space yeah. just because it's like games sometimes i keep every time i start a game of ftl i'm like well, it only takes about 20 minutes and then like <laughs> two hours later i'm like i've yeah. almost completed it it's like last it? night i got back and i was like right I'll have, i'll just have a quick game of star conflict you know just a few games a few rounds 
two hours later, I was like, I'm still playing Star Conquest. <laughs> so I'm enjoying it at the moment. I'm absolutely enjoying it. Oh, interesting. How long it lasts, I, I don't know. But it's, it's, it'd be interesting to see how much they add on to the game throughout throughout sort of the development cycle. Yeah, it's just difficult, isn't it, with all these games. Uh, somebody actually on Twitter the other day, uh, on the chaps from BitSocket, mm. who are some mad Glaswegians who Bit make fantastic videos. You should check that out if you don't already. But um, yeah, they were talking about um, this interesting idea of, of games and saying, oh, are, they, are games kind of finished products now or do we just have to accept that they're kind of this they're always a thing? work in progress. Yeah. And especially with the way the servers shut down and stuff, it's mm. kind of like that element of nostalgia of just being able to fire up an old game. Yeah. Is that going to be a thing that we don't see anymore? It's, and it's weird, isn't it? I remember reading a, a quote from a developer who, I'm sorry, I can't remember who, but uh, I'm sure if you Google it. And um, the quote was something along the lines of, games are never finished, they're just released. Yeah. So, I mean, there are plenty of games, you know, from ye olden days that mm. came on cartridges or whatever where they are patently unfinished, yeah. you know. And so I, it's the, the big double-edged sword, isn't mm. it? Is that essentially um, like having a patching system is like having an overdraft. It's like you don't have to stick to anything because you like to, or a credit card. You're like, nah, well, I'll just do that later. Yeah. You know, I can do this. I can dip in. And then some people, some developers will be good with it, but some will just, you know, you'll be a beta hey. tester for that game. For mm. what was that game that came out? Boiling Point, Road to Hell. Do you remember that on PC? Mm. The I game where the it name. took you I ages to... It's like an open world game. Right. A bit like Stalker. I think okay. there's some connection there, but set in like a Latin jungle. Or, and it was about drugs and sure. something. And it was it's a game where it took you ages to save the money to buy a car. Yeah. But the game was so buggy that when you bought it, when you turned around and turned back, it would eat the scene would eat the car. <laughs> and that was there were so many bugs like that. But people persisted with it because they loved it. Well, and I think that's the problem yeah, we have. That was a true same thing with um, with Fallout Two that I used to play. Like uh, the EU or UK version of the game was like really buggy because I think they had like some last minute changes they had to make to the game. I only found this out like a couple of years ago actually mm-hmm. from reading up on it because I was obsessed with Fallout Two and I used to play it again and again and again. And I never actually finished it because of a bug. There was a door that wouldn't open. And that was the door I needed to go through to end the game. Yeah. Um, but weirdly, I didn't resent it that much. I was just like, oh, God damn it. But there was a huge bug where you, the same thing. Like, it took you ages to get the money and all the equipment you needed to buy a car. And then sometimes there was a bug that the car would just disappear. Mm-hmm. And it was, you couldn't really finish the game without it. Well, you could, but it was like so hard. Yeah, yeah. Also, there were no kids in the... I think the reason that some of these bugs come about is because they removed the children from the UK version, I think, because of the differences in localization. It was just like, right. it's not cool to have a game <laughs> full of drugs and violence and, and have children. And have children in it. Yeah. So I got really confused because I was obsessed with trying to do all the quests. And there was a sure. couple of quests where I was just like, I c- they hadn't taken out <laughs> yeah. a couple of little quests that involved you having to do something yeah. the strings on your were child. Still there. And yeah. I was just like, where is this character? <laughs> I've looked everywhere for this character and it's just not there. And when I found out there was a patch that puts the kids back in, I was like, there were kids? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess in a weird way, it's like this sort of trend of releasing games that are still a little bit broken, but on the basis that, oh, we're going to patch it, you know, day mm, yeah. one I mean, it's... in a month. I, it, it happened, the, the first instance I remember of this happening was uh, with MMOs, with Anarchy Online. Like, if anyone remembers Anarchy Online's release, it was a broken mess. It was yeah. pretty much unplayable. A year later amazing game mm. still buggy as hell in areas but they're you know basically game breaking bugs like you could not play the game yeah. but because it's an MMO in that space it's you assume it's going to get you know iterations and added well it's weird to- isn't it I just think especially because so many games are built around um, 
and there's two games actually that I'd use as examples like for this sort of like going back and treating them as if they are like kind of at any point just firing up a console and mm-hmm. the two one that worries me the most is is I know we bang on about a lot but Dark Souls just because it's yeah. like but then it's like the online stuff is really cool but I kind of feel like I don't need it now I love the multiplayer stuff but if I just want that nostalgia yeah I could just do it on my own mm-hmm. yeah and I kind of like the fact that games like that can't be too soured by the servers being switched off yeah conversely though there's stuff like XCOM where I'm like XCOM is a game in recent years that I just think is a classic and I think it's just like it's one of those few games that has come out on the kind of modern console that don't feel disposable XCOM felt really solid and I kind of felt like this is a game that I can boot up in two or three years time and play a game and have an amazing time with and yet they are actually like really taking advantage of the modern aspect of being Mm. able to patch stuff and creating awesome stuff like i keep like adding things that mm. are like basically like fans have said you should do this and then yeah. they've added them in as like not like oh we're patching the game but yeah. like adding in like optional modifiers that you can mm. play around with and okay. it's just like yeah so I, yeah i haven't got back i haven't gone back to xcom since like the month of release really i've like, played it stuff. so much in that first month uh but it's one of those games where it's like it's always there i can always go back to it and i will go back to it at some point kind of like civilization Oh, well, I've been playing Civilization. Uh, It was on sale on Steam. It's dangerous. Civ 5. Dangerous. I I had Civ 4 um, and played Civ Rev on Uh Xbox. And I was like, oh, well, £7 or whatever for the whole shooting match. I was like, I will get this. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I love Civ. You know when it starts? (laughs) And you're like, like, right. But also, I was saying the other day, um, to you guys um, about how I'd chosen uh, the Germans of course, essentially of course and and when I got to adopt the policies <laughs> in, in later on in the game it was like the best one for, for what I wanted which was military expansion was fascism <laughs> and I was like I cannot in- I, I would you say it felt like the natural option <laughs> <laughs> no, I certainly <laughs> certainly would not. But I know a few people who would. Um, yeah, and I just actually couldn't. And it would have been better for the game. And I don't... I was just like, I can't in good faith. That's quite nice, though, that you've actually been, <laughs> like, wasn't like, felt my, morally restrained. Yeah, but I wasn't on my high horse, like, oh, well, I just felt, like, intrinsically, I was like, there's something not right about... And also, it's because I was in, um, at my house, in the office downstairs, my girlfriend was doing work <laughs> next to me. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, so, like, she's, like, doing, like, work. <laughs> it just looks over. Can you imagine me rampaging across <laughs> Europe as the fascist Germans, like... <laughs> Okay, okay, honey, how are you? Yeah. Okay, you so it's not. So I was, I was thinking, like, that's quite a strong moral compass. No, but it was, it was that. It was no, kind it's of that not. As well. it's somebody, you'd be watched. It's classic. Yeah, but it's she like, wasn't watching the game. She doesn't, she doesn't know. I kind of like the idea, though. People obviously, I hate all this stuff. Like, it's kind of automatic Facebook updates, but I'd love it if it was stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> Steve has just turned Germany into a fascist state. And I'd just be like, yeah, this is a sort of warning sign that you need to report. Like, but yeah, it, did, it didn't feel right. So off I trundled with order or something. But it's nah. with Civ. I mean, you guys play like Civ three and kind of you know two or the original because Civ I, two is the one I Civ got two. Into, yeah, time, I, yeah, I kind of came onto that like scene a bit a bit later, and I've heard that there are loads of really cool features in those games that didn't make it. Like um, in Civ five, I'm, I don't think you can plant a spy to bomb another nation's like cities apparently you can do that in like Civ 2 can you yeah. and yeah. I just think that's such a cool like there's terrism basically and, and especially yeah. now that should be yeah it was of, but the, pro- the problem with it was and I think people like often a bit like rosy 
memoried mm. with all this stuff because Civ 2 was great but it got to a point where you, you had to micromanage like a hundred cities <laughs> mainly because you'd taken them over yeah. because your influence mm. or military might have basically just gifted you because the AIs would just go and build like way too many cities yeah. and then when you took over you would then end up with their infrastructure that you didn't want it's like mm. the fall of Rome but instead of the fall <laughs> of Rome of like your might collapsing it was just like you just got bored yeah. <laughs> and, and it just got to the point where yeah you just basically just start nuking everything just because you didn't actually want the cities mm. you were just like it's just more management just destroy it yeah um, I raised a few cities doing which is why I'd, that, I'd make a really yeah. bad dictator it was like <laughs> somewhere I can't remember I was like somewhere is starving and I was like oh we'll burn it then yeah <laughs> I, I it just, is I don't the care. easy option <laughs> it's like just a, a tiny little just be done with it just like oh, it's, it's like not a moral <laughs> yeah it's not a moral thing it's just like I can't be bothered you know, logistic I've got the budget yeah, in front yeah. of me do I you know these guys can they're a little coastal town yeah it's yeah. just like game publishers shutting down studios it's just like I can't I don't have the time or the money to manage this so I'm just going to raise it to the ground yeah. sorry <laughs> it's <on>. harsh <laughs> but fair harsh but fair well anyway there is actually a new game that came out this new week games. Yeah. my god it's, it's about it's, well, it's got that not out yet actually is it Hair Simulator yes oh, it's it Hair is. Simulator yeah, 2013 it's, it's a, I mean it's so the it's hair. got the most realistic what's it called Tom? hair Tres effects. Yeah, I was going to say Tresemme then. It's that's sponsored. advertising. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's advertising. <laughs> Can uh, we get Tresemme to sponsor the podcast? Uh, I am I quite fond of conditioning my hair. You know, I, we, I'd be happy to use. Uh, that. I'll reach out, reach out. Yeah. I'm almost finished my shampoo actually. So, oh, well, oh, you know, pal. we can sort this out. Try and fast track this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we no, can sort is, this out pretty quickly, <laughs> that'd be really handy. That's corruption on that. <laughs> no, Tomb Raider. So, yeah, yeah. It's um, apparently very, very good. I can't speak for its overall quality but I have been playing the PC version and oh, yeah oh, and it's flipping lovely yeah, actually it's, oh. I love that his graphic settings are like low kind of medium mm. high ultra, ultra ultimate, ultimate. <laughs> it's just like and it, it scales pretty well mm-hmm. um, we're getting like around 30 35 frames with on kind of ultimate with all the oh. hair stuff oh, yeah. talk to me Steve um, talk to me but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like it so far. It reminds me a little bit of a kind of survival horror game mixed with maybe a bit of Metal Gear Solid uh, 3. Yeah. The survival, the hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm liking, think, I think yeah. it's going to get better as well because it starts and it's very uncharted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really didn't like the start. Yeah. super linear, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And actually, I've heard from a few people because... I really hated the first half hour of the mm. game. I just thought, this is trash. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Because it does all of that hold down forward, yeah. <laughs> press A to jump. And it's just like a cutscene. Mm. And it's naff. It's like, oh yeah, you've got to escape from this guy in a cave. But now the cave is inexplicably collapsing. And it's just like Hollywood guff. Mm. And I thought, oh God, it's another one of these. It's another Dead Space 3 or something. I have no interest in this whatsoever. And then it gave me a bow and arrow. Yeah. I killed a rabbit. I just sort of wandered about for a bit. And I was like, actually, from that point onwards, I'm like, actually, I really like this. Mm. And I, I can't quite put my finger on why, because I've only played it for about an hour and a half. But I'm really excited about playing more. And it does it does bear repeating. It is gorgeous. Even yeah. on PC, obviously, it looks like mega love. But, oh, God, I've, I'm doing this again. I've started talking like Lara Croft did in that stupid video. <laughs> yeah. It's mega love, babes. Um, <laughs> I've got to stop doing that. It's awful. Um But even on 360, it looks amazing. Mm. Yeah. It's really, really it lovely. Very, it is a very yeah. good and, game. I, not only does technically, not only does it look technically very good, mm. in terms of the, the art direction, I mean, it's, it's easy to say, and this is one of the things in, in reviews when people say it looks brilliant. And you're like, okay, but we've been saying games have looked brilliant for, you know, 20 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's, there needs to be kind of more, more of a qualifier. I mean, Akami looks 
in a way is better than a lot of games that come out now, even though they're tech, you know, yeah, technically more advanced. But the art way. style in this is is superb and it mixes with that technical ability. I think that's the real kind of genius of yeah. it. If you were to you know, say it had something that was really going for it, it would be that. I mean, because uh-huh. everything feeds into the the environment seems to all be working with its style and design. And you just feel cool, like, you yeah, know, well, there's shipwrecks. Diagonal that. rain. Diagonal, diagonal rain. rain. That's it. Like, we, were, we played it for 20 minutes. Where me, and, me and Matt did a, mm. a video, which was basically us kind of playing the game for 20 minutes in a kind of relatively early but non-spoilery yeah. area. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, just really, really impressed by it visually. And it is, as you say, it's an art style, but it's more that it just paints a world. Mm. And so I found myself, like, when I was climbing down these ladders and stuff, felt like I was in a real place. And my God, the ladders are absolutely... <laughs> ladders. Bloody hell. Those ladders are off the hook. I can't talk about that ladder enough. It's I like the so fact good. that people in the YouTube comments for that video were genuinely thought we were being sarcastic. <laughs> they, yeah, they weren't sure where like, sarcasm. Nah, you've got you to put the YouTube video in HD. You've got to... Because yeah. in 320, it might look like being sarcastic, but when you see the dull gleam off those proper... Dynamic rungs, lighting. This is on the Xbox version as well. Dynamic lighting. It's amazing. Yeah. And also, I mean, the thing is, I don't know if it's just me being an acceptable human or not, but I did kind of like the fact that I realised the next day that I was... Lara Croft was climbing up a ladder with mm. a camera below her, yeah. and I was not gawping at her bottom. I was looking at the ladder. <laughs> yeah, because she was carrying a torch as well, great which ladder. is a difficult thing to do. Yeah, play to her, the play. And, but uh, I think that's, I mean, it's one of those things where actually the guy reviewed it for us, um, it's a freelance overviews, so we haven't actually really played it extensively. But I, yeah, I mean, from what I've been hearing and what I've played so far, I definitely recommend it. It, it looks like a game I'm, it's the first AAA game um, since Devil May Cry that I've kind of played a bit of and thought, I, I, yeah. I'm going to play this all the way through. It's actually I mean, the first AAA game in a long time that <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually going to buy yeah. month of release. Like, I usually don't. I usually wait for, like, you know, the three-month price drop and then pick it up because mm. um, I'm usually not that bothered about it. But, like, I, I'm actually quite I interested in playing more to March looks like it's going to be... Pretty good, I think. Mm. I think so far it's been a cracking year. Mm. Well, and you've I been playing yeah. Ascension, haven't you? Yeah, God, God of War. War. God of yeah, you're talking God about good-looking games. Yeah. This is this is <laughs> good. Right. This is good-looking on a, in a different way, I think, because it's like I wouldn't say it was arty, but it yeah. is like look at all this stuff I'm putting in your face to look at. <laughs> like, it's. I think I think there's a demo out now that is I think the first thirty odd minutes. Okay. And. Um, I've played a little bit further than that, basically. And the first 30 minutes, it, the game starts, and it's not that thrilling. I, I don't think, I, it, right. I don't think we, the opening is that incredible. Yeah. But then it quickly... Do you rip the eyes out of something? No. It kind of <laughs> escalates and escalates until, like, the the end of this, like, opening sequence is, like... I said, like, is this happening at one point out loud? <laughs> and, and holy fuck. In, Sounds like, like God of War. They're not things I normally say, and it was, like... It is lots of it is like interactive cutscenes in a way, yeah. But it's so like <clears throat> the way they handle scale is really good. Like, yeah, uh, they've always and done the that. Ca- really the way well. the camera pans and often like, the camera will zoom out a mile and you get to see the bigger picture, but you're still in control of, mm. of Kratos and stuff. And like the way it all builds up to this final battle in this one opening hour yeah. is is pretty incredible. And it's like I, I was mocking a quote on a. One of the posters or some advertising saying it looks like a PS4 game. It doesn't look like a PS4 game, but <laughs> it, it makes you think if they can do this on yeah. a PS3, and this is like, I'm more excited about this game visually than I am about most stuff I saw at the PS4 mm-hmm. conference. Mm. And it it just looks like 
this is blockbuster gaming. This is what they should. This is if you're going to make a blockbuster game, yeah. This is what you should model it on. This like it is so spectacular in terms of how it presents what was on yeah. the screen. It's not just I'm trundling on a corridor hitting some people. It's the way they move the camera around, mm. the way they mix like massive, great big things with small things, and it all kind of like you can't believe it's like a game still because it looks yeah. like a cutscene a lot of the time, mm. and it is like it just looks amazing. And I think people will complain that the emphasis on the way it looks is going to have an effect on the the combat. And I think it might do to an extent because at times you can't really see what you're doing <laughs> because like there are, there's, uh, there's a bit when you're inside a box which is being held by this massive great I big... I remember that bit, yeah. This great big... Um, I can't remember what they're called. Like a, big a fury or something. He's yeah. like a, a massive great big guy. And he's kind of swinging this box around and you're inside the box which is in his hand fighting all these guys... And it keeps panning around, and you can't really see what the hell you're doing. Yeah. But it looks so cool. I don't really care. I'm, yeah, yeah, that, that bit's really stuck out in my mind. Because yeah. he's flipping the box, and then you're... It's kind of... The camera's quite zoomed out, mm. so you can get, like, the whole scale of it. But by doing that, you can barely see what yeah. you're doing. Sometimes the thrill of the spectacle is enough. I think it's, a game, it's a game that you'll... I think people will... I think rightly, hopefully, anyway, love it. Because it does look... And it feels cool when you're playing it. And maybe you go back to it and think, actually, this was a bit shallow at points, but mm. whatever. But for, like, an experience and a, a cool experience, it, it's, like, really good. And I think they make games that are, when you're playing them at the time, you think they're great. Mm. I think that's good enough. That's, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be a game that, in five years' time, everyone goes, this was, like, game of the generation or whatever. Yeah. At the, like, it is a, a blockbuster game that, I mean, blockbuster films these days are generally quite shit, most of them. Yeah. But like, if you enjoy it, but this is like a, a, a game that does blockbuster better than like look at something like Battleship, which cost yeah. God two hundred million dollars mm. or something, and it's a load of. I think crap. half of that was Rihanna. <laughs> this is Rihanna like... was in that, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, starring Rihanna. I love that Battleship <clears throat> film though because it was so literally dumb. like from the toy company that brought you Transformers, <laughs> and I'm like, hang on a minute. The toy company, like <laughs> not like any of the people involved in the film. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no, the toy company. Yeah. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, I, I'm really excited to play more. I can't really say much more because at the moment, like the reviews are later in the week, sure. and hopefully it carries on. Like I think there's in the past, uh, like particularly God of War three mm. had an amazing opening, and then, and then it was good all the way through. But I don't think it ever quite matched up. There were maybe a couple of bits that were impressive, mm. but it never quite lived up to the beginning. Yeah, I'm hoping that they can keep it at a similar level because the way they build up to this first big moment yeah is really cool yeah it's interesting because god of war 3 opens crazily yeah. i think you climb up mount olympus and then it's like it's just the, the scale of everything mm. whereas god of war ascension mm. from i think it's I've... a slower build yeah i think the payoff at the end of the opening is better in some ways okay. than the opening yeah. three sure like it's just it kind of you think you've seen the big bit yeah and you think that's quite impressive that's quite cool yeah but I actually preferred three. Uh-huh. But then it carries on getting bigger and bigger, and, okay, cool. and like you do something that's even cooler, and then stuff happens. Cameras spin around and stuff. <laughs> no, they, they can't keep <laughs> on like stuff God. happens. <laughs> upping the ante really with with that opening because God of War two's opening. I remember you know it was incredible, <clears throat> and three. I mean it would essentially just have Kratos fighting the entire universe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. To, to its logical extension, he'd be punching the sun or something. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what Asura's wrath is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, Let me so. just stab the earth. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool, though. I think that the, I, I'm going to sort of vaguely predict that actually the games we're going to see in the first half of this year are actually going to be the, the best. Mm. Whereas usually you kind of get that kind of, at the end of the year, you always get that game. I don't know. I think 
the first half of this year is probably going to be overall better than the second. Mm, the Bioshock as well. Because it's like you always get mm. the, the games at the end of a console cycle always end up being <clears throat> class. But this yeah. cycle's been so long. It's like the creamiest cream of the crop ever. It's just so creamy. It's so creamy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited because I was feeling a bit down on this year um, last month when it did feel like um, a lot of publishers were basically just going, well, mm. next gen. This yeah. game's going to look rubbish on next gen, so we need to bring it out now. So they were just sort of chucking stuff out, mm. and there were lots of games coming out that kind of felt like either unloved or unfinished or, you know, or just shite in the case of Aliens, <laughs> Colonial Marines. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of hopeful now mm. I was kind of last year I was, last month I was like oh sod consoles I'm just going to play PC games yeah, and now yeah. it's like nah consoles are alright again <laughs> great. and it was cold okay, last month I mean mm. when we leave the office now at 5.30 I can see it's daylight mm. it is daylight sun you had sunglasses on the I other day sun, like, <gasps> legitimate you know it was legitimately sunny bear in mind we were walking to uh, the local supermarket which is about one and a half minute walk mm-hmm. you brought out your sunglasses <laughs> yeah. for that walk it was very sunny did, was, you not, but... did you not have to squint okay I did ho- so who's so who's winning <laughs> me well I'm just pleased sure that I can now <laughs> I can cycle home without my genitals freezing yeah uh, so, which is, which is really nearly cool. as important as the sunglasses thing mm, absolutely nearly. although I did get stopped by the police for speeding yeah, what were, were technically going through a red light on a bike yeah What's well, you went about? through a red the light. The police stopped you for breaking the law. Oh, no. <laughs> what the flip <laughs> is that about? Cyclists. Too much power. There is was, no law for was kind of awesome, Too much power. I was like, I'm really sorry, officer. I was in a massive hurry. I'm not, not an excuse. He's like, oh, right, yeah, what's the big hurry? And I was like, I've got a meeting at the US Embassy. <laughs> and he was just like, <laughs> at that point, he kind of kind of went, well, actually, that does sound quite important. Do you think he was, in the back of his head, he's like, is this guy a secret agent? Yeah, no, he said, he said, all oh, right, I, because I didn't have a bag or anything on me. Uh-huh. I was like, had basically nothing. He went, oh, you're going to the US Embassy, are you? Right, well, I imagine you've got like loads of documents with you then, right? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and like, brought out this folded mass of like passports and papers from my pocket. And then yeah. he, I think at that point he was like, oh, fuck. Uh, like, yeah. I'm actually like, you are still breaking the law, but you've kind of got me on the back foot now. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe, maybe come with the, to the US Embassy with me and we'll have a chat about it. And then he went to me, oh, I would, usually it's a £30 charge for this, but said, I'm not going to do that today because of reasons. Reasons? <laughs> he, just said, he literally said, because of reasons. And I was like, what? that's very ambiguous. I didn't, I didn't go, oh yeah, what reasons? <laughs> Thank you, officer. Because I, because I basically went, oh, thanks, thanks very much. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And then cycled so slowly until it was gone. I was yeah. just like, dangerously slowly. I wow. probably could have like fallen off my bike. That, that would have been more likely to cause an accident. Your, it uh, probably yeah. was, but you don't want to be like cockily, get like, Overtaking him. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's, uh, yeah, I don't like. I mean, I do like the police, but I mean, don't slow me down. I'm a very busy man <laughs> on a bicycle. Diplomatic community over there. Diplomatic. Yeah, I should have. If I quickly cycled into the US Embassy, I'd be like, "You can't get me now. <laughs> I'm in here." Is that, how, is that how it works? No, I don't think it is. <laughs> no, but, um, no. It, maybe if, you, if you're American, then maybe it does. Yeah, it probably does mm. actually. If you're American, does it count as US soil? Yes, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. Mm. So the films so. are true. Mm-hmm. It does. It's mm. rubbish in there, though. You're not allowed to take cameras in. It's probably because it's bloody rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah, they it won't, don't want people taking photos of that. It looks looks like it's the 1970s. <laughs> Wouldn't be good in a postcard. Anyway, we don't have Mister Scammel and his canon of news this no. week. So, um, so I'm gonna pick up the the canon and sort of like lacklusterly kind of splash it about a bit in the hope of getting something out so first bit (laughs) bit of news we kind of talked about last week and this is a a cracker a corker because we've all now seen it a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed Black Flag Pirates Uh yeah Yeah, from the West Country we knew it was yeah Uh 
I've been making Cornish pasties. Yeah. I've been making a killing with my barely above average pasties <laughs> with very, very strong branding. Um, yeah, it's really cool, I think. It looks cool. Um, we knew it was Pirates last week and we were kind of skirting around the issue, but yeah it's awesome so he's a, and I've not even seen it I'm just really confident it's going to be great yeah so he, he's a he's a pirate who's trained by the assassins yeah it's bollocks I mean the story it's enjoyable bollocks isn't naff it naff off it's just yeah. classic it's yeah, like it's reading between the lines with this it's so exciting because one they came up with some absolutely batshit excuse for going well Desmond story was in 2012 in the game <laughs> yeah. and now it's 2013 which means that now it's in the real world. Uh, yeah. So it means that in this game, you are going to be the character in the future, which was just this insane head screw of a developer <laughs> explanation, which I just immediately read. Is going, oh, okay. It means that now all that stuff with the Animus in the modern world is going to be a menu. Yeah. yeah. And that's amazing because I don't want a guy in a hoodie. Like, I don't, I just don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that. It's going to be like Deus Ex. It's going to be like, you know, when you're in Seraph Industries yeah. and you have to walk around. Yeah. It's probably going to be like that. Like, you just go around into different departments looking yeah. for stuff. And, which I, I hope it's just a menu, frankly. Yeah. I um, hope it's just not there. Oh, yeah. No one gives a shit. Nobody it's, wants it. my head in. Like, yeah. oh, wow, we've got Gary Neville, you know, <laughs> on a slate. I mean, he d- Desmond does it. Like, not, not in Assassin's Creed 3. His though. face changes so much. Mm. He changes to look more like Connor. Oh, and it's like, oh, I kind of edited together a, like, a joke video, which was like the history of Assassin's Creed. Honestly, it's barely got any spoilers in it. Check it out if you want. But his face changes mm-hmm. from the first game. He looks kind of like this... I don't know, he just becomes like increasingly Gallic. Yeah. <laughs> in the third game, his nose and facial features are just so French. Whereas in the first game, he just looks like maybe a little bit French. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah just give me pirate. All they had to pirates, do is be like, yeah. hey, yeah. look, Assassin's Creed 4, it's pirates. Why is it pirates? Don't worry about it. Yeah, precisely. They kept talking about it beyond that, and I just wanted to go, don't shh, care. Shh, yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Shh, pirates. Don't, you had me at pirates. And also the fact that they go, we want to take all the best aspects from the Assassin's Creed games and put them into this one. And then they went like, um, Assassin's Creed 2 it was really really good, yeah. really good. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Brotherhood it kind of improved on all the stuff that was really good about that and then yeah. they got to like Revelations and went it was it was really pretty we're yeah. going to make this game really pretty <laughs> were nice. and then he went Assassin's Creed 3 it was uh, it was sort of historically accurate wasn't it <laughs> and it was it's amazing snub because basically this guy like the way that the teams work with Assassin's Creed they, they swap out the dev teams mm. and means that this guy hasn't worked on Assassin's Creed um, Revelations or Assassin's Creed 3 mm. and the sense of contempt he has for those titles <laughs> oh, yeah. was just amazing it was well, like you can't if you asked him about it and this is why I kind of think actually interviewing developers for videos and stuff is a bit of a waste of time sometimes because they, you won't even get a cheeky smile but mm. reading between the lines like they know those games were guff and yeah, this is yeah. going to be Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood or sort of thing mm. but with pirates that'd be yeah. amazing and I'm going to buy that I'm, I, I'm just looking gonna... forward to it I mean <laughs> I, I just wrote something for the site called uh, like Assassin's Creed uh, 4 Black Flag, yeah. a promising game from a stumbling series. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, Matt, you're absolutely correct. With so many dev teams and like a yearly iteration, it does feel like they're running a relay race. Yeah. And the thing that's being passed between them is, is features. Yeah. And occasionally you're going to get that wrong. And I just think that, I mean, do you remember all the, the hype for Assassin's Creed 3? Do you remember when Assassin's Creed 3 was the, yep. the game? That yep. was about six months ago. And who... Where's that game? Dead. I mean, that's just video games as a whole. But, mm. but this one, this one excited me. And again, when they said Assassin's Creed Two, they're like Assassin's, the original Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, there was some good assassinations. <laughs> had, a, had a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but this one, I think, 
<laughs> yeah, they were like, what are we taking from Assassin's Creed 1? It had assassinations in it. There's yeah. going to be assassinations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll um, be there. Yeah, we're going to be them. But it, without wanting... Oh, I don't know. It looks... This is a terrible way to describe it, but it looks a lot more colourful uh, in both its characters and its setting mm-hmm. and everything than the really kind of super serious... Oh, Assassin's Creed 3, this is the birth of America. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it just does my head just in. Just give me pirates, they have, Yeah, they've completely nailed it. And I, I just... It's one of those games where I just... Occasionally, you just listen to the initial noises that the developers are making and you just go, yeah, that's mm. going to be good. I had that with Far Cry 3. I just immediately... Mm. As soon as I talked to them, I, it's about two years ago, about a year and a half ago now, and I just had a really good feeling. I was like, yeah, they know what they're doing. They... The things they say and the way they deal with issues makes you know that they know what's wrong. Even mm. the stuff like the way that now you're going to be able to upgrade your boat, right? That suggests to me, because, yeah, in Assassin's Creed 2, the one advantage it had over Brotherhood was the fact that having that concentrated thing of the villa, of being like you're mm. upgrading the villa. I love that. That mm. was amazing. And then they tried to make that better by making it the whole of Rome. But yeah. then it just it didn't really work. It was fun at first, but then you kind of like, you ended up just buying all of Rome. Yeah. yeah. And it felt really impersonal. Rome. Whereas I liked the fact that when you were walking out of the, the main kind of <clears throat> entrance mm. out of the Montegroni, Montegroni, <laughs> whatever it is, you saw the upgrades. Mm, so you yeah. saw like, oh, that tailor looks nice and good. Mm. And it gave you a sense of like, this is my personal place. progression mm-hmm. and yours. And the fact that they've made that the boat. So you're going to be basically upgrading your boat, which is going to be, I've assumed double up as like your home and also yeah, your it makes sense. Yeah. And you can hire the crew. If I, if, <sighs> as long as like I can still really press like, right. what was it left bump? I played it on PC, but uh, what you call in assassins? If it's still got that, oh, I yeah. can call them pirates. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, get them pirates swinging just, onto yeah, pirates nowhere. Just jump down from like the crow's nest. I'd be, I don't they care could, like, where they come they from. They could Spider Man in. It'd be like they just <laughs> I don't swing care on where they ropes. come from. If they turn up in another boat suddenly and then jump on the ship, I'd love that. That'd be, really... be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, but this, it, there's eight. So there's eight studios working on mm. Assassin's Creed Four, and is it Montreal <laughs> or the lead studio? Please say yes. Mm. So eight studios. Eight there's, studio- there's a saying. Eight studios. Eight. There's a saying that too many cooks. The, the, the thing with, with Ubi is that in a lot of their projects, it's like that. And yeah. I mean, I don't, Yeah, I know this is not a new mm, trend. But yeah, I know what you mean. It, it Like I was saying earlier about the kind of rotation and all mm-hmm. of that, it does worry me that there seems to be 10,000 people. It yeah. seems like NATO who's working who's, on the game. Yeah, who's directing? Yeah, and how, how can you direct that many people? But the game is going to be massive. The one thing that I, I really hope is that they stop adding and start stripping because Revelations yes. was especially bad for this. It's like, oh my God. We've got all these. It's, this is a game ostensibly about assassin, you know, about stealth and assassinations and stuff. Mm. And it's like, but most of the time in Revelations, you have to just walk through the front door yeah. because the stealth mechanics aren't solid enough for, you know, you can't sneak because you've got, you know, AI's like, hmm? Yeah. You know, even, you know, even don't make any noise. So I'm hoping that it becomes a bit more stealthy, but, um, but a bit more solid. Just. I play. I enjoy Assassin's Creed, despite despite all of its many many flaws. Well, it just looks like fun. It, yeah. it felt like Assassin's Creed Three. I haven't really played it to be honest, but from what I can gather, it felt like they were so obsessed with trying to tell a story that they just forgot that actually it's a game. It's a game. Yeah. And actually, Assassin's Creed Two. I like the story, but I like the fact that it was just like a little bit of exposition, mm. and then you got a great fun game. Yeah. The and combat. The combat in Two, and you know, it kind of extended into Brotherhood. That core combat. So good, mm-hmm. so so good. Nice countering systems. Yeah, when when you you know you're surrounded by eight guys and you know that you can string together a, a f- seamless combo, mm. taking them all out. 
that that was a great feeling. That was a great feeling. And all all I wanted in those games was was that combat and some assassinations. Yeah. Couldn't care less about the story. Got fucking weird though. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens. But, what the sorry, spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. But come on. But I mean, if you haven't played Assassin's Creed Two yet, is then it the end of Brotherhood? No where I don't want to give away spoilers in case yeah. someone. But well, yeah, something happens at the end yeah. of Brotherhood actually, and apparently. That this is another wonderful thing of the relay team is that one of the the lead writers for the series, um, he didn't want that to happen. And I know a guy who interviewed him, and he asked him about it, and there yeah. was clearly a hell of a lot of tension because basically it's that that thing of too many cooks. Yes. And whilst the Ubisoft do seem to handle the whole having lots of studios working on one game mm-hmm. situation quite well, in this situation, I think having the story juggling around, I think one of the lead writers of the series was really hacked off about that mm. because somebody insisted that it was going to happen yeah. and he couldn't do anything about it. See, that's, he was just like... Mm. Oh, that's weird. I think if you've got like multiple studios you know, sort of rotating throughout a series, you, need, like you, got, need, a const, yeah. you need a constant somewhere. Mm. And Absolutely. that should be like... That should be the director. Like, so I imagine if you're writing a TV series and you go on holiday and you come back and they've just aired a TV show mm. where they've killed like three of your main characters. You're like, oh mate, I had like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but if you are if you are going to switch out sort of writers, then do do a handover, do a Sorkin like with mm. West Wing, and be like, okay, this is your season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened with that, but it's it was weird. It was a bit unnecessary. It kind of felt like it, somebody it somewhere came said, out like it came out. No, it felt like they wanted to end on a shock value. Yeah. And yeah. It, but it, it made no sense why yeah. that would happen. Sod anyway. that. Another new, new news, um, Thief, which is coming Thief. back. Chief, which has taken rid of the four. It's just Thief it's just now. Thief. Um, that looks really cool. Me? Basically, we, we've seen some screenshots of it. We don't really know anything else. Mm. And we know it's going to be next gen, which explains yeah. why they have although, gone back to just... Although I yeah. have seen people saying, it looks just like the old Thief games. It doesn't. does not. It's rubbish. It does go not. Look, go and actually look at what Thief actually looks yeah. like now. It does not look like I think that. in their heads it looks like mm. the old Thief mm. games. In my head, Thief, yeah, the old Thief games look amazing. Yeah. Best game ever. But no, it's, it's no. not. No. I mean, Thief 3 um, has that kind of early Xbox. Uh-huh. It has that it kind of bump mapping is oh, everywhere yes. and everything's very shiny, shiny. and plasticky. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that was a bit like Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. That was the time when... I thought the video game graphics were rolling over into the next generation. Yeah, yeah. I loved how that looked. Uh-huh. But this, I mean, just come on, people. Like, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like, this looks like a PS1 game. game. It doesn't, like, when people say that, yeah. no, it doesn't. You know, that's your brain. It's your stupid brain. Exactly. The same brain that says, yeah, let's have two McDonald's in a day. Or, <laughs> you know, I, li- I like that brain. Oh, <laughs> Love that yeah. brain, he says. I mean, that. I've not done that myself. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, it, it, a lot of people are saying it looks like Dishonored 2. I'm saying, so? Yeah, what's bad about I that? I really like this one. It picked up a BAFTA. One of the best game at the BAFTA. Yeah, exactly. It, so. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, you know, why people... Like, this is video games, though, isn't it? And uh, most, like, creative industries, when you're pitching or trying to describe, it's always it's get like, something X in space or yeah. it's like... And I, and I hate doing that. I, I didn't want to do that with Star mm. Conflict, but it's, 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 almost, it's the easiest way to explain yeah, there's, there's a game like, that no one... Inherently wrong, it, but uh, but it's when people use that as kind of a negative. Yeah, I think it, I've seen you know the, the images and stuff. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. I will play it. Like I I might. It kind of encourages me to go back and play Thief Two, maybe, maybe Thief. Yeah, maybe probably Thief Two. But it's one of those things. Like in my head, that game was amazing. But is it gonna be amazing? Is it gonna if hold go up? Back? Is it gonna? I- like I think the only old game in a similar vein that I couldn't that I can still go back to is Deus Ex, just because oh, I think the, so good. the core fundamentals of Deus Ex 
are so good. Mm. Like once you get off Liberty Island, it's just incredible. Well, there's absolutely a, incredible. There's an interview. Uh, I'm sure I haven't imagined this somewhere. <laughs> um, with Warren Spector, and he was saying that. Um, like he kind of realised or knew there was cool stuff like an openness to Deus Ex uh-huh. when uh, he was watching someone play it, like a tester or someone, yeah. and they managed to hop over like a wall uh-huh. which was guarded by throwing proxy mines onto the wall and the proxy mines had collision but wouldn't kill you. Sure, sure. So you used them as like a handhold to hop oh, over in front and Spectre wow. just went, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. And Fair play. Like, that's the power of Deus Ex where you can kind yes. of do all that. But I'm hoping that uh, Thief... Is is open like that and yeah. not necessarily not, as need, open. Doesn't need proxy mines. Proxy yeah, mines pro- optional. They probably have some. Probably have aliens in it. It's I'm cool with the reboot, mm. frankly. Like mm. um, yeah. uh, weirdly, because I usually find myself just getting furious about nothing. I looked at that and thought <laughs> he looks like a Dungeons and Dragons Batman, and then mm. I thought, all right, what, fine. what a way of describing it. It's, it's Arkham City yeah. meets Dishonored. Everyone Fine. to the pub. There yeah. we are. Don't yes. even make it. Yeah, just, done. Just, done. Just sell the Send box. Send the press release. That's the box quote. <laughs> Somebody's transcribing that right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I'm down with that. And also, it's it's basically going to be like a first person sort of Deus Ex thing, but with it, bows. I think bows. that there's been enough Obviously. kind yeah. of actual kind of confidence, market confidence recently. In, I don't even know what that phrase bloody means. <laughs> but that whatever it means, there's been enough of that yeah. in that type of game recently for people in marketing to just be quite firmly told, no, you stay the hell away from this. Mm. You go and make this Batman-style dude in a cape with a bow and arrow look cool, mm-hmm. and we are going to make a cool game. Because I think five, three or four years ago, there's no way. If they brought Thief back, yeah. it would just be something different. Um, and like games like Syndicate are a great example of that, mm-hmm. because that was a game that technically was started being developed in that era. Mm. Um, but now it seems I'm quite excited about it because it's just like, yeah, that looks like it's going to be cool, and I reckon it will be really cool because you know those games have been proven. I'm ready. They can sell. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. I think years and years ago there used to be when you thought stealth games, you thought Tenchu or Tenchu. Metal Gear Solid or yeah. Splinter Cell. I mean, and they were they were kind of very straight stealth experiences, but as the years have rolled on. Uh, it used to be like a game would have a bad stealth section yeah. because it was just crowbarred in. But Batman was a really, really good action game and a really good stealth good game. Yeah. So you can have both. You just have to do it right. Yeah. And you're, I think, Matt, you're right about the confidence. People are, are now like, they don't just see a stealth section and go, oh, it's boring. I'll have to be like crawling all the time mm. or, oh, this looks like it's just in there for no reason. Yeah. I think, yeah. And then you look at Dishonored and like some... Some mechanics in Dishonored were a little bit wonky when it came to stealth, mm-hmm. but generally, like overpower the, blink, the, yeah. But the way, like, generally, the way to play Dishonored, I think, was to stealth it. Hmm. Well, that's how I played it, at least. I had the most fun. I kind of went back and then played it sort of action. The only problem with that, though, is actually fun. murdering people is fun, and that mm. kind of. Yeah, this one didn't get it quite right. I loved, but I wanted, yeah. I loved the stealth, but I wanted to blink and stab. Mm. And that was what was fun. But yeah. the game kind of, kind of went, doesn't well, really let you really do, do that. that. Yeah. It yeah. felt like a bit like it was nannying you. And I just got annoyed that if you dumped a guy in near rats, then he, that would count as a death. Oh, I was trying to, I was, ghost playthrough. I was no. trying to play it non-lethal all the way through. And I, the first yeah, level, I dumped. It's quite tough. I, killed, you know, I choked a guy, made him unconscious. Left him. I must have left him near rats. And so when I got to the end of the level, which is like you know twenty minutes later, dead. I came up as one death. I was like, well, I can't be arsed playing that level. I again. cannot be <laughs> held accountable for rats. Yeah. So I, I I went with the notion that I was you know a good guy, but if someone needed to die, they needed to die. 
Your yeah, I mean, exactly. That, that's how everyone is, right? You know, that's how I treat my day-to-day <laughs> life. Frankly, if Absolutely. somebody if somebody needs to die, I kill people on the bus every day. Die. You know, like, it's a little bit worrying, but just just no, should have not. been like they should have had their headphones on a bit. I've yeah. not killed anyone. Well, you're square, aren't you? <laughs> boring, boring, Nellis. <laughs> oh, I don't want to murder people. I think it's morally wrong. <laughs> if you cross me, though, I'll cut you. That's more like it. And uh, yeah, on that, on that frightening news, uh, we've got a kind of news related. Let's do the competition that we did. Yeah, you might, you might remember if you are a listener to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> heaven forbid. Then you might remember that we we did a competition which was to come up with news stories. With New- games kind of put in them. Yeah. We wanted sort of like any sort of current news story from like last month. And this, you know, this was set like a month ago. So any sort of current news story, but we had to tie it into video games somehow. So we set that out to a community. Yeah, and the they best did one not will win a video game of yeah. their choice. Mm-hmm. So for those not familiar, member of the month, every month, uh, videogamer.com, we uh, sort of reward our, our community for being awesome. And they reward each other by voting for each other. And there's three opportunities to win a game of your choice so if you if that sounds cool to you and to be honest you know a chance to win a game free game's pretty good especially when it's not just some guff game that we've got on a shelf mm-hmm. you can exactly. choose it's your choice you it's your choice so if that sounds cool to you and you're not uh, signed up on the forums do so now videogamer.com check it out so this competition there was some <laughs> I was looking through them all this morning I've been kind of keeping an eye on the thread there's been some really good ones actually, some cracking fair. ones some of the so, submissions uh, we're going to read some of them out uh, I'm going to start with Alterangas um and he's done it in sort of, I'll show you guys, he's done it like... He's actually mocked it up. Yeah, mocked it up nice. like, like a newspaper. And the headline is, Oprah, Pacta Confession Shocking. <laughs> Entrepreneur and TV host Oprah Winfrey has spoken of her shock and disbelief following a recent interview she held with alleged video games industry analyst Michael Pacto. Alleged, I like that as well. <laughs> Speaking to the Reuters news agency, she said... A few weeks ago, I did an interview with Lance Armstrong in which he basically admitted to cheating. However, Michael has taken it one step further. I mean, at least Lance could ride a effing bike. <laughs> uh, it is widely rumoured during the interview uh, that the Wedbush Securities Analyst tells Oprah how he has, quote, been making up for years and that he just picks numbers and predictions out of thin air. So that, that one really that one tickled me. Um, he's also done, a, the headline is Call of Papacy. This is about the Pope, <laughs> the new Pope. Uh, it has emerged from the Vatican today that one of the leading contenders to take over from uh, Pope Benedict when he resigns is Sergeant Soap McTavish. <laughs> Popey Soap. Yeah, I quite like that. And there's, a, there's a lot of... Uh, soap on a Pope. Pope on a Soap. <laughs> I don't know, there's something there. I'm Quote from there. the Vatican. In this case, Soap is a great character to use. He is relatively young and brave. He has good morals and he's not a Nazi, which when you consider who the last Pope was, that's got to be a bonus. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think it was unfair to have a go at the previous Pope for being a Nazi when he was very young. He was part of the Nazi youth. I think it's a bit unfair to do. I think it's more fair to point out the fact that he was absolutely terrible and evil in many other yeah. quite tangible regards. Plus his name rhymes with Pope. Pope Soap. Pope Soap. Done. Yeah. Very good. That's a good one. Uh, Fancy Meister he's done a bunch of headlines I've picked a few of them which kind of made me giggle he's got Aliens Clonal Marines loses AAA rating (laughs) (laughs) Moody Gamers playing Gearbox software for initiating triple dip in game quality that's good (laughs) UK government turns to Kickstarter (laughs) we've got 60 days to raise 342 billion which is why we're using Nick Clegg for the pitch explained Cameron Uh, another headline Ridley Scott Stole chestburster scene from me, says Randy Pitchford. <laughs> uh, that is funny because when I interviewed him, he did kind of suggest when I interviewed him <laughs> that um, 
this was last year, he did kind of say, well, you know, when we first started doing the game, we sat down with, with Ridley Scott yeah. and Ridley Scott got all out of, got all of the old drawings out and dusted them off. And he was like, I kind of think like that that was a moment that he started thinking about doing Prometheus. <laughs> so they, yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember reading that. Yeah, that was, yeah. I like Paul to think is uh, just very honest. And his headline is, Troubled teen finds difficulty in creating fake headlines, plays video <laughs> games instead. <laughs> that's, that's, that's breaking the third wall there. Mm-hmm. I like it. But our winner is Dancing Rhino. With his headline, first ever violent crime not caused by video games, which we thought was funny, seeing as pretty much every violent yeah, crime seems to get linked to... Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's, people play games, then they leave the house and they commit crime. That's, that's what how it works. That's what they news. do. We probably had quite yeah. a few uh, horse-related ones as well. Was there any Viva Pinata Hostachio based... <laughs> There, there was were, a Fendus one, wasn't there, about horse? Something. Yeah, there was Fendus. a lot of sustachio. Yeah, there was Parcels. a lot of uh, cooking mama, mm. cooking horse mama. Um, but ch- I'll put a link to the the thread in the Yeah, there's actually some the really good ones. There. A lot well of them are picture-based, which don't work very well on podcasts. Pictures, which you can't put, put pictures there. on a podcast. I've tried. I just I tried could, squeezing them through the wires. I could describe a picture, but that's not... As good, but yeah, grats to uh, grats yep. to Dancing Rhino Dancing for winning Rhino. a game, and uh, yeah, as, as we said, like yeah, go on the forums, have a look at that, and uh, we will do a new competition next week. Announce the new competition next week, uh, where yes. you can where you can win a game. So keep tuned. Winning to games that. is winning games is just good, and uh, we've got time for a few questions as well. Rock out the I questions. I got a question actually from uh, Rob Brown on the Twitter who said. How do video gamer publishers continue to get away with deliberately underproviding for launch server loads? Which is, I this think, is a reference to SimCity, Sim which has um, there's been a bit of a controversy in the fact that SimCity has been... Or a lot of the reviews have been done under conditions in which EA have basically got them to come to their offices and test stuff out. And this has been something that's gone on for a long time, especially with, with games with multiplayer components, often for stuff like Call of Duty and... Gears of War and stuff like that, where they really wanted to play the multiplayer. What they used to do is set up like kind of land games, mm-hmm. where they basically be like you come and play, just to make sure that you've got enough people playing it to get the mm. experience. And actually, to their credit, Call of Duty is one of the series that's always done very, very good job of actually making it so you're actually playing online. Yeah. So it is like this is what the experience mm. is like, and they're not fudging it. But with SimCity, it seems like they've talked about a lot of the features being social and a lot of them being online, but people haven't really seen that. And now the games come out, it's like wait half an hour and then you can try and log in again because it's always yeah. online. So you, people have bought it and they can't even play it. Now, one, of the, one of the problems just in general with uh, server load, and this is what uh, David Vonderhaar from Treyarch uh, told me in an interview, he was like, so we test every day and we test in as many different environments mm-hmm. and connections that we can. But on day one, there will be, in the, fir- in the first day, yeah. people will have played the game millions of times more in terms of hours or whatever, you know, more than we can do. And I I think that there is a DRM problem and this whole wait half an hour thing and that's bad. And there's Diablo 3 had the, you know, error connection. God, yeah. But from a logistics point of view, you've, imagine like planning like a party or something at your house with eight of your friends and you're like right the party's going to go well and And then then you maybe maybe buy a little bit more food and drink in case a few more people turn up and then a thousand people but that's a kind of a different issue though really because that's like um, but that's just in general that's just server load but when it's sim city sort of it's almost like yeah this seems a bit this seems different to the Diablo thing where Diablo was literally just Overloaded, mm. and then yeah. people can log in. But the SimCity, they haven't gone too deep. The SimCity one is just server overload. Again, it's basically it's it's always on, 
DRM so yeah. it means you have to be online to yeah. play yeah. even single player and because the server day one servers aren't meeting demand <laughs> okay, it's not so working it is similar to the it is basically it's more thing. similar to Diablo thing right, right. and it's like bugs and stuff it's like fair enough with the Call of Duty thing it's more like when they have glitches and imbalance and people go oh this is just rubbish. SMG how can you release a game that's not finished and it's like no to be fair like 8 million st- people start playing at once like they're going to find stuff that mm. people haven't found anymore because it's just literally like in the same way that people would find crazy glitches in any game mm-hmm. if you had that quantity of people. But in this, it's just a bit... I don't know how this aspect works, but it feels like the problem is it's like renting servers and if you rent like loads of servers, then if you don't meet the demand... It is, actually, like you're saying, it's about buying food for a party. It's yeah. like, let's just say I go and buy 4,000 like, scotch eggs and then like six people <laughs> yeah. turn yeah, up. Exactly. I'll be like, oh, I've got 4,000 scotch eggs. Does anyone want to take some home? Take, take a scotch egg. Um, and you then can't I'm do that because I've spent all my money yeah, on Yeah, you can't do that with scotch servers. eggs. But in that case, like, the backlash they're gonna, they, they are getting from, this, from these server issues, is it not worth... I don't know. Spend, I don't know. I, I, I is I'm the not backlash so, actually going to affect it, though? Well, it th- that's the thing. Is the problem it is, affect- if, you've, if you've spent your money, you've already bought it, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So the people who are getting annoyed are actually, in a way, it's like, well, because there isn't a system to say, well, I want my money back. Hmm. I think the difficulty is, it's definitely a part of the fact that we do have this crazy pricing scale. So many problems with games industry <clears> seem <throat> to boil down to this, of like, games cost too much because they need to sell them all week one. And so that's what annoyed me most with Diablo three actually mm. was the fact that i gone paid above the odds yeah to get it to get one. it day one because i just bought a download code and it was pretty steep it's like 45 50 quid or yeah, something then and because i thought i want to play it day one with my mates and then not being able to play it basically for a week yeah mm. pretty much um was like well i could have got it for half that price yeah, yeah. but yeah they kind of mugged you it is it does feel like you've been mugged because it's mm. literally like well they've got my money now what can I do? There's five or six different issues in that question. I mean, it's a, that's a very expansive... It sounds like a simple question. Like, why do they... You know, how has this happened? But it's really expansive. And essentially, it comes down to money. I do wonder go. if it's yeah. just a case of this, the companies behind these servers are going to start to be more adaptive and almost have, like, server curves or something. Some sort of, like, system whereby <coughs> you're not just buying servers in the same way you would yeah, for, like, some, a website. There's some pretty crazy server sort of technology and architecture where, you know, you have, like... Back up. I, I don't know enough about it to say definitively, but I'm pretty sure there's like weird server technology where you can have like backup server and then it goes mm. like that. Like, like a backup generator. Reverts, like a... Revert power from the yeah. shields to the photon <laughs> yeah. lasers. I don't know. With um, Old Republic, did yeah. they not stop selling it for a while because they knew they'd already met their maximum yeah so I think they might have I mean done. I assume oh like crazy. stop digital yeah you couldn't you could no longer get access oh. day one could you after like near release they stopped basically and said like you're not going to be able to access it day one oh, I don't know about start. that they I almost think, need to have servers tracking all digital sales mm. like yeah and just to they do must I mean, they, oh, they probably knew they must they, they must have known pre-order wise and who had like yeah preloaded and then have stuff. an estimate for day one purchases but I, I mean I can't imagine it's easy to know how much server resources you need no. but at the end of the day they're providing they're selling this mm. they should be able to provide a service yeah. especially when you're I mean I don't know a lot of the issues it, I think that happen with these things I think the problem with Diablo 3 is that whilst the actual game itself is so remarkably well polished I think actually the, lo- the way that the login system worked and the way that the login system dealt with difficulties with traffic was not very good because it was a problem they solved quite quickly when they basically it felt like they were like oh god they, they, they basically fluffed up something quite obvious I think mm. and they were like really backpedaling to sort it out mm. um, 
I think it was because it was basically like, well, if you try to log in like 10 times in a, like 10 minutes and it doesn't work, then it sort of locked you out from doing it for a little while because it was like, well, there's something wrong with it, so stop it. And of course, there wasn't anything wrong with it. And it seems like the same thing's happened with SimCity. It's, people have been telling me that it's like, fail to log in. It will, it will try again in 29 minutes. Mm, yeah. And it's just like... <laughs> What? Well, well, that's that. Yeah, that's that's kind of like when a website goes down. Like, like Twitch TV has this problem a lot when there's a really big live stream, and the stream goes down, and the act of like, you know, a hundred thousand people all pressing F five, yeah. just hurts just hurts it even even more. Yeah. Like it's not helping that many people trying to refresh. And I think that's the same with you know trying to log in. If like a million people are there trying to log in every, every five in, seconds you know. it's just gonna kill it even more yeah it's, it's not ideal but it is literally like it's again of like it's just the whole single player always online thing it's just no way i'm no hoping way. that this is something that they can sort of resolve next next gen with some sort of there's a lot of outcry against having systems with locked discs mm. and actually i'm not entirely against the idea because people are kind of thinking about it in too straightforward a way of going but if i have an xbox on ps3 have ps4 have discs that you <coughs> can't trade in that's ridiculous because games cost 40 pounds i can't afford to buy new games all the time but it's like aha but yeah but if they can actually get rid of the problem with the fact that retailers are screwing over the industry with their pre-owned focus Mm. then games don't need to be 40 pounds well that's the big thing the ideal the ideal world but whether or not that happens well i think they they still keep prices mm, high i think they they would though because i think that publishers would start to realise that they can't do that. You can't have a game like Dead Space 3 coming out for 40 quid and expect people mm. to buy it, as we've seen. Um, so I think publishers are kind of like begrudgingly going to have to accept that. It's just a case of finding a solution. Um, yeah. Another question which was asked in the same vein, actually, I'm going to keep on the same guy because it was an interesting question, is um, saying, you know, again, with the SimCity, with review scoring and reviews can be useful anymore in this capacity when it's an interesting one because people do go to reviews um prior to launch because they want to know whether or not they can buy a game you know yeah and in the old ways when publishers were a bit more relaxed you get the games like a month before it came out you have plenty of time to complete it Mm. online features weren't an issue so literally you'd be able to say this is the definitive yeah this is what this is what the game offers offers, nothing else yeah and now obviously there's been a lot of um kind of clash with uh, with Polygon who I think yeah I think their intentions are spot on with this they've got this kind of review system where you can uh, they can go back and change the review score if they feel like something's changed and it's not right but the thing is with SimCity they gave it a 9.5 yeah. a day or two before it came out and then everyone bought it mm-hmm. and now they're like oh no actually it's an 8 but it might go back up to being a 9.5 if they fix it. It's, and it's, it's an odd, yeah, it's an odd thing to do. As far as I'm concerned, a review, I've, the way I've always treated reviews is review is a buyer's guide. And the score at the end of it, a lot of people say, oh yeah, but people should read the text because it did mention in the text that there could be problems. It's like, no, a score is like a headline. It comes with a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to tell someone that this game is a 9.5 mm-hmm. out of 10, then you're basically it's saying, a someone, near perfect go and game. buy this game. If you yeah. like anything like this, go and buy it. And that's a big responsibility. Yeah, uh, it's such a difficult one. But then the other issue is that we we can only review games prior to launch if publishers give us the access to do so. And I mean, basically, it's it's a very difficult situation, isn't it? I mean, mm. Steve, obviously, you're. <laughs> it's the problem. I'm staying, is out, I'm staying out of this. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a reviews editor. Yeah. No, I am video gamer. We try and obviously give the definitive verdict as best we can. Um, if there's an option to play, like we want to play all the modes. You know, we don't mm. want to just play a single player and then put a multiplayer review later mm. because 
people aren't buying single player the multiplayer later they're, yeah. they're buying it as a as a package and the sim city thing was interesting because uh, we were told that we couldn't um that we it was locked so it's not out until friday and so we but the reviews have gone live because it's come out in other territories so it's region locked and we were like okay well we'll have to see we can't we're not going to any events we're not doing that we have to see how these things play in the wild and it, with, cert, with certain games, you can see where there'll be problems. Diablo 3, you know there's going to be a problem. SimCity, you probably know there's going to be a problem. And this, is the, this is what Polygon's um, attitude to kind of fluctuating review scores, whilst I agree it's, it, is, it is good to reevaluate things, but you're, you're catering for a day one market. <clears throat> and if things change on day one, when you're on day zero, you know, giving it the big one, then you're in trouble because you haven't, you haven't appraised how the game actually is. You're, you, you know, you're just saying it might be like this. It is under, difficult. Yeah. It's so under I mean, optimal because basically, what the situation yeah. is is that you have to say, well, the only way we can do this is by waiting when we've got the final version of the game. But often, because publishers are so tight, mm. that's the same time that other people have it. So, yeah. it's, but I mean, I, what I would like to do is, you know, in, when we can, is with games that have like a really heavy like online component, is give it a week in the wild. You know, and even then, it's what it would, they do. Even, it's it's the standard now for when people review MMOs. Yeah, they they it's an on, it's an ongoing because review. that's the game. Like you know, it's not just play it with a, a few guys. And, and maybe again, tying back is if you know if we can get into a situation where games aren't just have this shelf life a week and then they're forgotten, mm. which is something that possibly could really happen if we have a more digital based thing. Mm. Then that system will be well, fine. It all ties maybe in, doesn't it? It all ties in. There's there's a really good book. Um, I think called The Final Cut, I think, by a guy who used to work um, in Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, uh, Stephen Bark. Mm, check it out. But, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he was saying that the term blockbuster didn't really exist in, like, the early 70s, like, as we know it now. Sure. And he said that the, well, some, you know, kind of paraphrase, but the industry became a problematic when they started putting up the sales figures because then they could say America's number one film and people would have to go and see right, it. Right, right. So you've got so much hype driving people day one. But if we get it day one, yeah. then by the time our review is out, people have already experienced it and said it's so weird. So I'm hoping that there'll be a longer tail for games now and whether that will happen. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. my dream is that one day, you know, you won't just have to go to a review event, sit there for 200 hours, you know, playing with a bunch of guys and then you just kind of all have your like, received opinion like did you like it yeah it was good no we'll, we'll see how it goes out in a while but you know whatever we've made yeah. our decision that's what I hope it's dream. complex and it's definitely it's an so ongoing hard. process it's it a very difficult time for mm. and it's going to be yeah. awkward as well because look at next gen just what PS4 is yeah. going to have like the the social functionality built into the whole system and mm. how that is that going to be available that? when you're reviewing yeah. games when they're pre-release and stuff and is that going to affect how you think about certain games being able to share content and things? And it's going to be awkward. The PC, yeah. the PC community, I think, um, with, with its mods. I mean, there are games that come out and they they don't work, or well, they work, but they're not what they could be. And then you just get this amazing mod community that makes the game yeah. better. Just yeah. just just simple yeah. things in like a couple of days. And usually, it's like, oh, we fixed it. Yeah, but like you can't. Yeah. You can go back and say. But because it's not official, you can't mm. up and change the score. Yeah, like I mean, that's the thing with like Dark Souls, Dark for example. Souls. Yeah, like, fix. It's like the rubbish port, and like, I'll let them off because I love From Software mm. and I love Dark Souls, and I sort of go, "Oh, bless! You're not very good at this, are you?" <laughs> and Namco probably wouldn't give you any money to get people in. Mm. Um, but yeah, some fans have sorted it out. Yeah, and so then suddenly, suddenly it's fixed. So, so as a can, review, can you review that version. What, yeah, do <laughs> yeah. we review? Do, that version is really cool. Are we are we now <laughs> reviewing essentially bootleg edits of movies? Sort you know. Yeah, it's and, like that. And we, 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 
you know it's, like it's funny though isn't it because I think that Polygon were kind of on something in the fact that reviews should not the systems we use for reviews are too set in stone and mm-hmm. too definitive in a way but they still need to be definitive but maybe the whole system needs to be a rethink but I think that the way that they've done it was a bit idealistic and perhaps a little bit dim but well, we've got time for one more question this is quite a fun one actually um if your most hated song was to turn up on a video for your favourite game, which song or which game? Let's, I'm just going to twist that one, actually, and make it a bit more interesting and say, most hated song appear on a trailer for an upcoming game. So imagine tomorrow a trailer came out for a game you're really excited about, but it has a song on it that you hate. The Witcher 3 trailer has uh, got Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> Because the game's coming out on a Friday and then use Rebecca Black's Friday. How oh, bad would that be? Oh, the Witcher 3. But like, it's all like really nice CG. And he's like sort of swaggering all... to the Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's still got a little... Gotta get down Geralt. on Friday. And he's Whilst like stabbing, stacking, a beast. stabbing a dude. Yeah. yeah. And he's taking potions. Oh, I actually want to see that. I actually want to see that. So... Right, that's on no. the list. No. <laughs> Some marketing guy's got that. Yeah. Somebody's listening to that guy. No, oh, it's my... Platige <laughs> CG done. It's all nice and shiny. Oh, gee, that's Toad's genius. <laughs> yeah, somebody please don't made their millions. Please do. What not. about you, Steve? Uh, maybe GTA Five <clears throat> scored to the Mandarin version of um, the Avril Lavigne song that was in Burnout Paradise. I'm sure there was a Mandarin version. Maybe there was. I, there was, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you no. had loads of different languages. Yeah. 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 Yes. Did. I mean, there was like yeah. three versions of whatever Skater Boy. Hey, hey, oh, girlfriend. Oh, no. I can be Go your on. girlfriend. Oh, no. Yeah. Get off. no way, no way. This Honestly, I'm going for like a first blood. <laughs> first, a horrible first blood coming That's moment. a catchy tune, man. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, a catchy not eight tune, hours Steve. a day, it's not. It's a badass tune, Steve. What's your probs? Chill out. Let's go to a club and have a drink. You look like you're having a breakdown. I'm going to shout out now. Tom? PGL5. Mm-hmm. And anything that is kind of obviously like done because it's popular at the moment. No, you've got to choose a song but, you hate. Like I, the song I hate, which really wouldn't go at all, but I just hate it. <laughs> is there's this? I don't know who they're from. They're called like Uchi or some <coughs> shit name. They're like a girl band. <laughs> yeah, and they do a song about how um, something about how they love this guy. But he's a bastard, and he's really bad. He's like the worst guy ever. That sounds like a. But I've they love him. <laughs> but they love him. All right. And he can't. They, but he's a right git, and they hate him. Is it like a James Bond <laughs> song? Like, it sounds like right they might, he might even be like abusive and stuff. But they love him. <laughs> and sorry, sweet. sorry, Dad, but I still love this guy, even though he's wow. a complete git. Yeah. And I hate the song. And What's if it? Was in PGR Uchi? Uchi or something like that. Something like that. I'm gonna have to look it up. Song's probably called "You're a Git, But I Love You." Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. But yeah, I'd go for if they released a trailer for Bioshock Infinite with uh, the Black Eyed Peas the time dirty bit in brackets <laughs> that would make me smash stuff up I think I'd just lose my shit that would be me out of the industry Which is your I think I'd just say I'm bit. done I'm done do you like do you hate the bit particularly when they say dirty bit I hate <laughs> all of it more than belief but the bit I hate the most is when it goes dirty bit yeah. and then breaks down to a little it's like the weakest drop in the world suddenly it's like Oh, here's the bit where it kicks off, and then it goes mm. to a dance music bit. It just sounds like someone's done it on Fruit Loops in their bedroom. It goes, hey, look, guys, I've done electronic music. Oh, that's. Have you done this before? Like it. No, it's my first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's just like underwhelmingly crap, and yet mm. so popular. It makes me want to destroy this planet. That's and everything, everything isn't it? that lives on it. <laughs> and on that note, um, <laughs> we've run out of time. So the universe is, is being destroyed <laughs> as we speak uh, but no thank you very much for joining us um, my name is Ben Matleys as ever um, it's a pretty static thing I've been joined by the Matt Ellis <laughs> bye Steve Burns yeah and Tom Murray. bye bye